Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of On Point Fantasy. I am Ryan Serena. I am Fantasy Frank. And I am Mike DiLiberto. And today, we're going to be talking about a lot of things. We're going to be talking about contracts that got done, contracts that we are, you know, foreseeing happening soon. We're going to talk a little bit about the AB drama. We're going to hit you with last night's recap, studs and duds, and then a little bit of a preview on uh, what we think Sunday's gonna gonna look like. So, uh, Frank, start us off with our first contract that we're gonna be talking about today. Uh, well, I guess we're gonna start off with the uh, what the highest paid quarterback now in football. Is he the highest paid now? Jared Goff uh, recently signed a hundred and thirty-four million dollar four-year extension with one hundred and ten million guaranteed. Mr. Rams fan, I'm gonna turn it over to you. I love this contract. I think that it was smart for the Rams. It was smart for Jared Goff. Does not help Dak Prescott's case at all. Poor Jerry Jones. I uh, I just really like this contract. You know, Jared Goff set to make nine million dollars this year, twenty two million the year after, and then thirty two million dollars three seasons from now. Which, again, three seasons from now, he'll be, you know, outdone by probably three to four more quarterbacks. And by the time this big money kicks in. He's going to be probably the 12th highest paid quarterback in the league. I think the Rams got it done early. They did it the right way. And I think they're following what the Eagles did with Carson Wentz and getting that contract done early. And he'll be in his prime at, at that point. Yeah, he'll be 30 years old. He's, you know, has the whole team around him. He's still got Gurley signed, Robert Woods, Brandon Cooks, an off, a young offensive line. He's got his whole entire offense that he's going to grow with for the next five years. And Cooper Cup's on a rookie deal. Yeah, Cooper Cup's still on a rookie Cooks deal. Brandon Cooks is paid. We're going to probably get Cooper Cup done soon. I think either him or John Johnson will be the next um, Ram player taken care of with contracts. But uh, I just think this is a great move for the Rams. You have the entire group of offense. They also just signed Tyler Higby to a four-year contract. I'm not too happy about Woo-hoo. that one. But um, he has the entire offense around him for the next four years. And, you know, that just says something about such a great offense. When you can have every player returning for the next five years with hopefully the same coach, hopefully the same offensive coordinator, it it just means great things that are coming. You don't have to worry about anything. There's nothing to worry about. You don't have to worry about, is this guy going to hold out when we have Super Bowl aspirations? Is is this guy going to request a trade because he's not the highest paid. It seems like they got a lot of guys on there that know their worth and they're willing to play under a certain contract and prove it. And then they know that, you know, when that big payday comes again, they'll be taken care of. And now they just got to go, go ball. Yeah. I mean, much. it's, it's, it's almost, they got to win a Super Bowl, I think within that first contract with, uh, with, by the end of that first contract or by the end of this contract with Jared Goff. I think they will. Um, you know, we were there this year. Um, again, honestly, you know, people hate on Jared Goff so much, and I think they have seen his rookie year and the Super Bowl, and that's it. They don't see when he plays against Minnesota and drops five touchdowns. They don't see the best game that I've ever seen play between the Rams and Chiefs on Monday night. Yeah. 54-51. You know, people talk about how great Mahomes was. Jared Goff also threw for 400 yards and threw for five touchdowns and ran one in. Yeah. You know, nobody talks about that. Yeah. But, um, you know, Jared Goff is going to get there again. I think the biggest thing that happened to, you know, the Super Bowl, we didn't have Cooper Cup. That's Jared Goff's security blanket. And I just think we were, you know, really missing him. Um, If we had him, I think it would be a different game. And I definitely think we get back and we get a Super Bowl. I think, also, you got to look at it. They went up against the greatest defensive mind of all time. We did. And we went up against the greatest quarterback of all time. So, (laughs) you went up against the dynamic duo of the world. They've got six six Super Bowls for a reason. Yeah. So, I mean, listen. And it was a very low-scoring game. So, it's not like, I mean, your defense held Brady to no touchdowns. Yeah. Okay. Not many passing yards. Like... Your defense did the job. Pretty sure they just, kept them under 200 passing yards. Yeah, the next year you just got to go out and and you know that's the great thing about football. These coaches they get paid because they take their experiences from the past and they just they go in and they make a whole new game plan. That's why 
people like Lamar Jackson. They got tape on him now. These these coaches, like Sean McVay was genuinely he, was he, pissed. he put it all on himself. He said, listen, I got out coached. He was pissed. I saw interviews, you know, two, three months after the Super Bowl where he was still legitimately pissed. And he was, you know, he locked himself in a room. Watched game film for months, and you love to see that. Oh, I love it, coach. Yeah, and I, I, I love to see that he admitted, uh, you know, fault on his own. He got out coached, and I think you know he just, you know, over prepared so much that he thought that the Patriots were going to come out and do one thing, and they did something else. Yeah, yeah. and you know, I'm glad that he locked himself in a room yeah. and. and Looked at game film non- nonstop. I don't think he's gonna let it happen again. Absolutely, uh, I, 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 think I, I, I think I really think that it's a really good possibility that we see the Rams and the Patriots again in the Super Bowl. Um, and this time, I think it's gonna be totally different. I think it's gonna be an absolute shootout, in my opinion. Well, the thing is, and, you know, you look at Belichick and and Tom Brady and what they did in the Super Bowl. But you look at what they did against Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. You know, the first time they played, I think, earlier in the season, you know, I believe they were dominating the first half. Yeah. I think they were up by, like... It was 21-9. Like, yeah. I, think I, they were, I really think it was. Or 21-3. It was something like yeah. that. But the second, the second half, I mean, Belichick just came out and was like, hey, I could stop this guy. Yeah. And he came out and stopped him. Yeah. And the Patriots came back and won that game. Yeah. You know, NFC Championship game. They came out and they, you know, pretty much stopped him in the fourth quarter. And t- what did Tom Brady do? He got the ball with two minutes to go. Going three in, third and long. Yeah, Edel- go- Edelman for- going into halftime. Patriots were up twenty four to nine. Twenty four to nine. Chiefs came back. They so scored Chiefs came back. seventeen in, in the third and fourteen in the fourth, but they ended up losing to the Pats forty three forty. Okay. Brady's Brady's running t- rushing touchdown that game. I believe so. Yes. I think was the, was 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 the was the nail in the coffin. Uh, here we go. We got we got a little box score. Okay, uh, Mahone's very un, uh, not a terrible game. Mahone's had two hundred ninety five yards, three touchdowns, got sacked four times. Brady three forty eight, one touchdown, two picks, no sacks. A rushing. Uh, Brady did not have a rushing touchdown. Uh, Sony Michelle popped off two touchdowns, one hundred thirteen. No, this is AFC Championship. No, yeah, I was talking about the. Uh, I thought we were talking. Yeah, about I think the, they played in Week Four. Oh, well, I'm an idiot now. Yeah, it's okay, Frank. It's okay, Francis. This is why I can't be the stat checker, guys. But uh, yeah, I just think that Belichick pretty much, you know, he finds that guy that, hey, nobody can stop this guy, and guess what? He, he stops, stops him. him. Yeah. So when the Rams went into the Super Bowl, you know, was I expecting a? What was it? Thirteen to three game? Yeah. No, I wasn't. I, I think if you told me. Hey, we have the Patriots to 13 points. I would have said, okay, how much do we, yeah. how much do we win by? Yeah, exactly. You know? um, but yeah, I think Jared Goff's going to get there. I think the contract's good for, you know, the Patriots. I think him and McVay are very good. Just want to confirm, I was correct well. on the score that, that game, 43-40, Pats won. Just want to confirm. Yeah, that's fine. I yeah. was just talking about the, the, just the other stuff. Throwing out there, wasn't, wasn't, <laughs> wasn't completely wrong. But essentially, yeah, I think I think Goff is in a good spot. I think McVay is the right guy for him. Especially being so young, yeah, I think, and you know, Sean McVay taking that blame, I'm sure it golf's not going to say, yeah, it was all his fault, but it it does ease a little bit yeah. of the pain that golf might have for letting down the fans, you know. So being such a high powered offense, I mean, they're the only team to go from worst to first in terms of scoring. Yep. So you know. You're known as this high-powered scoring offense, and that happens in the Super Bowl. It could be, it could be something to be frustrated about. And again, the fans, you know, and I don't want to say the fans of the Rams, but you know, NFL fans, they just come out and say, "Oh, this contract's not warranted." You know, Jared Goff is brutal. You know, Jared Goff can't play. But I think they take a look at that one Super Bowl. You know, they take a look at that one game. Yeah. And they take a look at, oh, well, you know, his first couple of games with Jeff Fisher, and now that's it. They don't take anything into account in between that. Yeah, you, and you really have to when it comes to when it comes to these things. Like franchise quarterbacks are hard to come by. Someone that does this are extremely hard to come by. So, so transitioning from Jared Goff's contract, what does this look forward to for Dak Prescott's contract? I think he's gonna want more, but when you look at the the rapport of Jared Goff, how can Dak 
ask for more is 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 is, is, is my thing. But but that's how contracts work. That's how it is, and it's how whatever the quarterback is. is up, it doesn't matter who you are. Okay, Dak Prescott is probably, and don't take this the wrong way, anybody that listens to this, the worst quarterback coming up for a contract. Does that make sense? Yeah. So you you got Pat Mahomes who's coming up soon. Okay, Wentz done already. Golf done already. Mariota, okay, after this year. Winston after this year. Honestly, the 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 um the way I look at it, is Dak better than Mariota and Winston? As of right now, yes, but the potential. I think they all have the same amount of potential, depending where they go, who they sign with. I don't think Mariota's in Tennessee next year. I don't think Mariota will be in Tennessee. So with the starting quarterback, I guess, you know, your average starting quarterback now is making, what, $28 million a year? Average? Probably, yeah, 28 So where does these contracts fit in? So if, it, if it's me, I don't pay Dak Prescott $28 million a year. I don't pay him $25 million. But you have to. Why? Are you going to let him walk? You can. A franchise quarterback. You know he's what? He's a franchise quarterback. He is. But the thing is, you know what? In the draft next year, because he's got a fifth year. Is he playing on his fifth year option this year, or is his fifth year option you next can't, year? You, I don't think he's eligible for a fifth year option because he's not a first round pick. Okay. So he will be up for contract after this year. So Same with Amari Cooper because Amari Cooper, this is his fifth year option. Okay. Yeah. So Because I was going to say, then why, you know what? Dallas should have drafted a quarterback this year. Uh, and and you know what? There was a lot of quarterbacks that that fell. Still, okay. Maybe take a chance on one of those guys. If you're not sold on Dak, okay. To get, you have to ask yourself. I feel like as an owner, do I see my quarterback right now, Dak Prescott, falling into the category of being valued at X amount of dollars, which is what he's going to be wanting, which is probably golf just got one ten. Dak's going to want to beat that and guarantee. Is he worth it? No, absolutely not. But do you take that chance? So that's where I'm kind of, you know, conflicted at because if you're, you know, a team that has a quarterback that's on the verge of, hey, this guy's a franchise quarterback, I don't know if he could take me to the Super Bowl. Do you have to pay him that money? I mean, to me – in his last, you know, if he's got a fifth-year option or he's in his last, you know, two years of his contract, why not take a shot at a second-round quarterback, let him groom behind a good team, good offensive line, good running back, let him groom for a whole year. And you know what? When Dak Prescott's contract is up, hey, Dak, thank you very much. We're not re-signing you. Guess what? We're going to try our rookie with our great team that we surrounded around you with. So, guys, guys, when is Dak a free agent? What year? I believe it's next year. Next year? Is it free agent? Yeah. It's 2020. I believe so. Okay. So, because I got, I have the, the. This should be his fourth year in the league. I have the salaries for He was drafted in the same year as Ezekiel Elliott, except okay. Zeke is allowed to have a fifth year option. So, let's see here what we got. Okay. Mind you, next year, Deshaun Watson's only making $3 million. All right. Well, while there. you're looking at that, Frank, I want to go off of Mike's point that he just said. So, Matt Miller in this. Um, I listened to him for all draft, everything draft related. So he brought up, I believe it was him, a scenario where why doesn't an NFL team get a rookie quarterback, plays out his contract, like you just said, Mike, see you later, and I'll just keep rotating rookies. Well, it's funny because that's what, you know, a lot of Rams, you know, haters were saying. That, oh, wow. You know, um... The Rams were gonna, you know, let golf walk and Sean McVay, the quarterback whisperer. We'll just make. We'll just make another one. Good. He yeah. made Kirk Cousins. Yeah. He made Jared Goff. Oh, he'll just make another one. Yeah. It's not that easy to make it. It is not. It's no. you know people think oh I could just turn this guy into a franchise yeah. quarterback. You know people try their entire careers to make quarterbacks into franchise quarterbacks. It doesn't happen. You know Andy Dalton. Yeah. He's not a Super Bowl winning quarterback. No. But you stick with him for so long. Because but was Joe Flacco a Super Bowl winning quarterback before he won a Super Bowl? I don't think anybody saw that coming. Univers- that University of Delaware. 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 <laughs> but his team around him was so good where yeah, that defense his was defense unstoppable. was yeah. unstoppable. Yeah. He had 
very good role playing um, wide receivers and tight and the tight end. Mm-hmm. They stopped the most electric quarterback at the time. They ha- they had a yeah. they had a good running running game at that time. I, I, mean, I think they just everything fell into place, and you see that from time to time. It happened with the Baltimore Ravens years ago against mm-hmm. the Giants All right, when dude. Trent Dilfer won. Yeah, Trent it, fucking Dilfer. <laughs> you know he won a Super Bowl. Yeah. So you get these quarterbacks that you know they aren't franchise leading. Nick Foles. Yeah. So, guys, I'm going to ask you a question. How much do you think Dak's supposed to get this year? How much is he supposed to get this year? Yeah. It's under 300000 He's probably. at 680000 ah, But wow. I'm going to list a few guys ahead of him. Do you guys have any idea who Garrett Gilbert is? Yes, the Rams drafted him a couple of years ago. He was a seventh-round He's currently on, currently on the Browns making six hundred ninety k. Uh That's what, their third string? I guess. Easton Stick. Easton Stick, I believe, is the Chargers backup. Six hundred ninety-nine k. He he, uh, he was from. Uh, uh, no, no, guys, Geno Smith is making more than Dak Prescott at eight hundred and five k. Wow. Yeah, but you can't look at. That. I'm just saying. So now we're gonna go up to the top here. Listen, listen Dak Prescott definitely deserves more money. Yeah. I'm, not well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go down a list here and see who we think Dak's better than because Russ is getting thirty-five mil. Big Ben's getting 34 mil. It doesn't mil. matter who you're better than. It matters when you're up for a contract. Okay, so he's up for a contract next year, and we saw that golf's making now this new contract. He says it had, uh, 33.5 is his annual, like, what, his I average? I feel comfortable giving average. Dak 90 mil, okay, guaranteed. Okay. Something around there. So that because puts him, how much How much are you, are you giving him a year? I would give him so, uh, listen, what do I think he's worth? 25. Listen, what would I be comfortable giving him? Because I know he's a franchise quarterback, 28. So okay, so you. if he's 28, you have him in the same boat as Kirk Cousins, just above Jimmy Garoppolo and just behind Matt Ryan. So let me ask you yeah. a question. Would you be opposed to giving him a contract like Kirk Cousins? You know, a short three-year contract. Fully guaranteed? So Fully. like a three-year... A three-year, just say $90 million. So 30 So year. that's Kirk's deal. Fully guaranteed. Yeah. Because I think... I'd feel comfortable doing that. Cousins is three for 84 mil. Okay, so if he outdid that just by a little bit, three years, 90 mil. I would feel comfortable with that. You're not committing to him long term. Uh Draft a quarterback, though, next year. Oh, absolutely. That's what I would do. And you're giving your team the option. You know what? Hey, we've got him for another three years. Can we get to a Super Bowl with him? Yeah. Well, here's my question to you guys. So, golf got signed, okay, way before his contract was up, okay? Do you think Wentz the same thing? Do you think Zeke the same thing? Yeah, but in terms of quarterbacks, do you think Jerry Jones saying, "Listen, you, it's a very, it's a perfect time to throw this kind of story out there. We haven't paid Dak yet because we have so many people to pay. We got to make sure we do it in the right way." Blah 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 blah. But I sit here and I think to myself, maybe Jerry Jones isn't isn't thinking that he's the franchise guy because if he is your franchise quarterback, he is the first person you take care of, no matter if his contract's up. You extend him so you get it done and out of the way so you don't have to worry about it. Well, we were just talking about it off air. I just told you about the Rams, you know, went out and signed Aaron Donald to a record-breaking contract for a defensive defensive player. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we just signed Tyler Higby. We signed Brandon Cooks last year. We just signed Robert Woods. We just signed, uh, you know, uh, Sue last year, Eric Weddle. You know, we're signing these guys left and right. Or a whole offensive lineman we signed. You know, we also got Jared Goff done. Yeah. So, are, we, are we coming to a point now with Dak where they think that Jerry's just going to try and just franchise tag him so he can sign Amari? Because the franchise tag for a quarterback going into this year is $23 mil. I mean, if you're getting franchise tag for either 23 mil, you think he sits? He'll sit out. I think, but it's fully guaranteed. It doesn't matter. It, yeah, I don't think Dak is the type of player to play on on a franchise tag. You know, Kirk Cousins was more on a, hey, I got to prove it again. Yeah. I think Dak's already proved it. Uh, he's already proved it. He has been grossly underpaid. Now, listen, you're paid what you come into the league projected as. He was a fourth round pick, right? So that's why he's listen, getting 600k. Exactly. But you got to give it to him. Yes, like like I said, he has, way he has outproduced that contract grossly. You you can't put him. That's a slap in the face. If I was Dak, I wouldn't play on the franchise no. tag. Because I, $23 million, it, dude, he's, it's way overdue his extension. They should have extended him last year. Last year. year. 
before the Zeke stuff, before, before the, the Jalen Amari Smith Cooper stuff, before and before the, the Lyle Smith, Collins stuff. Dude, they should have had him sign before D-Law. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, you had to get it done because you know what? He's the second most winningest quarterback right now. Since he came three in. three years. Okay. You're pay- you got three years of paying him under a million dollars. So let me ask you this. Do you think they put Amari on tag? Would Amari be okay ah, playing on a tag? It's Amari four, said he doesn't care. It's fourteen point five. I don't. Amari I don't. He doesn't yeah. care. But that's that. That is underpaid too. I don't I think. Mean, Amari, I don't think Amari cares if he got. To I him. don't think Amari cares either. But it's still underpaid. Yes. And who's to say Zeke won't cheap, chirp in his ear and say, "Yo, dude, sit down and you'll get paid." Yeah. Who's to say that? Who's to say that that won't happen? It could very well happen. You know, I mean, I, I definitely would be, you know, in favor of signing Dak to a short-term contract. Give him, hey, give him a big raise, you know, give him, you know, $30 million a year for, you know, three years, fully guaranteed. Hey, Dak. You paid him already for what he's done. Yeah. And you're paying him. You're paying him know. for a future. Yeah. You're paying him, you know, $30 million would put him, what, you know, ranked third or fourth on quarterbacks yeah, right yeah, now? Yeah, it's just, it'd be right behind. Actually, it's in front of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Rodgers getting 28, I believe. So you definitely be, um, you know, giving him a huge raise, and it kind of tells him, hey, We've got faith in you, but we need you to continue to, yeah. you know, keep doing what you're doing. I agree. And, and and you know what? In his mind, he should sit here and say, all right, I'll take that three years because guess what? You produce three more years, guess what? You're getting a contract after Patrick Mahomes, okay? You're getting a contract after Baker will probably sign his extension by then. Yep. Okay. Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson well, will just, be done. Deshaun's making four million. That's yeah. gross. Every, everybody's gonna be done. So you know what, Dak? In three years, you'll get. If you produce, you're gonna be the highest paid quarterback in the That's NFL. Fair. Yeah. That's fair. You 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 go out. You make the playoffs all three years, and maybe take yourself to an NFC Championship. Hopefully, you know, to a Super Bowl, you'll get paid. Yep. Moving on to Kansas City. Right? No, no, no. We're gonna talk about Zeke right now. I will stay in Dallas. Mm. Guys, let's say great job of breaking this fucking story. Great job on all our parts here. Yeah, yeah. Broke this story before Barstool. So six minutes before Barstool. Yes, yes. yes. Six minutes before Barstool. Same time as NFL News. Yep. Hell of a job. Technically, we were before Roto World. They definitely changed their time. And they definitely can do that because yeah. they got hell of followers. Oh, yes. Twitter yep. obviously said, "Yo, you bring a lot of traffic through yep. Twitter." Yeah, and and there's no doubt in my mind that you could do that. Yes, but we also like we want to thank our friend in the Dallas Cowboys Network organization who helped us out. Love, this, love. Uh, we gotta love our sources. We can't name names because we don't burn sources around here. But, but you know, we just say we love our friends. Yes, we love our friends in high places. So on the Z contract, six year extension, ninety million, fifty guaranteed total contract with the next two years. It's eight year deal, hundred and three mil, Mike. Is that, is, that, is that right? Is that did they get it right? Yes, he is one of the best quarterbacks, or sorry, best running backs in the league. Um, he deserved to get paid, and I think with Todd Gurley, David Johnson, Le'Veon Bell, they've all proven to reset the the running back market. You know, about three or four years ago, everybody was saying, "Oh, running backs are you know a dime a dozen. You don't need them now." Well, your lead back guys are now getting paid. Um, I just think it's a great contract for Zeke. He deserved it. He did everything in his power to literally everything get, in his power. get this contract. I believe he's been there. He had a rushing title last two years, right? Two of the last three. Two besides the last one three. year, he was suspended. And he six. probably would have had it. Yeah, no. But just you know, it's a great it's a great contract for him. He and definitely I think, deserved it. I think this helps. Their offense, obviously, to have the guy like this, but it helps Dak. Like I've been saying, oh, absolutely. This makes Dak, I think, a better quarterback yes. because they can't double the receiver. Without, oh, without Ezekiel Elliott, Dak Prescott, and the Cowboys, a mediocre offensively. Are it? Are it? I think they're an eight and eight yeah. team. Seven I mean, nine, eight and eight. Yeah, they're not. You know, they're on the verge of a playoff team. I don't think they're fantastic. I think that division's going to be competitive again. I think the Giants, I don't... I, listen, Everybody there might be a tad bit of bias, but... but dude, I truly think that they're easily capable of winning seven games, eight games. Do I think they're going to make the playoffs? No, but I think they are going to ruin some hopes of some teams. And I think you and guys are nuts. People. And I think you guys are nuts. But, uh, but that's just me. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see by the end That's just me. We'll see by the end I hope they tank because I want Jerry Judy. Well... I'm a big Jerry Judy guy. But listen, uh, you know, the the division is not as weak as it was 
two years ago. Two, two, two years, years ago. ago. Yeah, that was brutal. You know, the Eagles are obviously, I think the Eagles are a sneaky Super Bowl pick. Yeah. And they're not sneaky, apparently, because they're right now in Vegas. I think favorite they're, what are they, 9-1? The, the, well, people are betting. How do I phrase it? The most money, the most is, com- money bet is going on, is going on the Eagles, yes. and then the most money bet for MVP is going on Carson Wentz. Yeah, I actually just placed a bet on the Eagles. I got him at thirteen to one, which I think is a great pick for them. How much? Yeah, you yeah. Know. I mean, well, so I want to talk about something I retweeted on our account the other day. See, I, mean, I have the Twitter. It up. was a video, of the juice, talking about running backs oh, getting paid. The, the juice, honestly. I don't normally agree with everything that comes out of his mouth, and he doesn't need a shout-out or anything like that from us. But O.J. Simpson put out a video, okay, on running backs, getting paid and stuff like that, and he made some right, very right, right, good right, I'm going to play with volume, okay? Buddy? Okay, let's, let's see that uh, Ezekiel Elliott's going to be in camp, and he'll be playing uh, this Sunday. I look forward to seeing him and Barkley go after each other, even though I give Elliott a slight edge in that one because – He's got three pro bowlers on that offensive line and a near pro bowler in Collins as well. While Barkley is dealing with, well, I I don't know really what to call that. In any event, I was a little upset this morning listening to so many of the commentators. I got to give a shout out to Damian Woody because he's the only guy that seemed to have it right. You know, uh, yes, Ezekiel's uh, contract is the biggest of all time, but I still think the position is grossly underpaid. Wide receivers are getting three and four million more than what he just signed for. And do you realize that he caught 77 passes last year? Uh, McCaffrey had over 100 receptions last year. Uh, Barkley led, led the Giants in receptions with 91. And Odell Beckerman is making more money than him. Not only are these guys catching passes, they're running for 1,000 yards. They're setting the tone for their team, for the offense. And yet, they are the lowest paid position players in football. And when you consider that running backs hit the ground running, most running backs come out of college, they're going to have their best years, maybe their third, fourth, fifth year. And many of the number one draft choices are still stuck with that uh, rookie four-year contract that's mandatory, even though I understand that because of people like Jamarcus uh, Russell got all that money in and right. didn't really perform. That took money out of the other players' uh, pockets. But to me, the running back, especially those running backs who catch 80 Camara, 81 passes, um, Saquon, 91 passes, uh, McCaffrey, 100 and some passes, catching those passes and still running for 1,000 yards? Come on, guys. These guys should be the second highest paid players on the football field. And that, and that, listen, that's OJ Simpson right there. He posted that on his Twitter. I think everybody should follow him because he actually does have some insightful Quite knowledgeable. I mean, I, I listened to that and I said, you know what? This is one, coming from one of the best running backs of all time. Okay. Two, he knows what it takes to go through a whole NFL season as a, like, genuine lead back, right? These guys are getting underpaid. Listen, they're undervalued. They're, they're undervalued, and it's because everybody thinks, listen, you have an eight-year career, and you're pretty much, you know, out of your prime, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But the way people take care of their bodies nowadays, the way, there's no doubt in my mind that some of these running backs, I think, are going to play until they're under the right circumstances, till they're maybe like 32, honestly. Because how old is Adrian Peterson? 30, he just ran for 1,000 yards last year. I believe he's 31. Okay, 31. 30, 32. Sorry. 32. And he just ran for 1,000 yards last year behind a Redskins offensive line that was hurt. They had three starting offensive linemen hurt. Okay, the whole year. Let's be honest, though. Adrian Peterson is a monster. He's a freak he, of he's nature. A, he's a freak of But nature. that's what I'm talking about when it comes down to... Look, but when, for, when AP came out, right, for the longest time... The best running back in the NFL was Adrian Peterson for the next decade, okay? So, but nowadays, listen, I think Saquon Barkley is the best running back in the NFL by far, but you can make a case for Zeke. You can make a case for Alvin. I think there's a lot more talent coming out now. I think there's a lot more freaks that are coming out now. And knock on wood, I think Ezekiel Elliott, Alvin Kamara, Christian McCaffrey, and and Saquon Barkley, those four guys I think have the potential to really push that boundary of 32 years old, 33 years old, with the amount of technology that we have. Listen, Saquon Barkley 
is not even 23 yet. So give a decade of technology and advancement in medicine. I think as long as these guys don't run themselves into the ground, okay? Look, Zeke's got a lot of carries, but they learned from DeMarco Murray. It, it, it's nothing like what DeMarco Murray was doing, okay? DeMarco Murray was literally ran into the ground, okay? Zeke on a different on a different scale. I think these guys are going to be able to play a lot longer, and that's why I think you're going to start seeing when Saquon Barkley is up for a contract, what is he going to get? Uh... $150 million guarantee? I don't know. You're going to give him a I'm giving him whatever contract? he wants. Mike, what do you think? Saquon up for a contract? Um, you know, he's still got so much time. Yeah. yeah it's he's got, it's he's way got four too years. early. Uh, yeah, it's true. Does Saquon get paid before the fifth-year option? I believe he does. Okay. I think he gets paid yeah. Probably maybe after third. this year or, uh, or next year at the latest. Yeah. It's hard to do that just because... It's only two years into a, into, it, into a running back's is. career, but as a fan and as just a general, a little bit more than a fan when looking into this type of things, I think you have to show, I mean, me and Frank were talking about it, like literally one of the best moments of my life was seeing that man get drafted. I genuinely think... We were on the phone. I, yeah, I genuinely think he's going to... Knock on wood that everything stays healthy. Knock on wood if you're with me. He's going to... He's just so fucking good. He's going to be probably the best running back that has ever played football. I think you need to show him. If he comes out and puts up numbers to possibly win MVP this year, he's going to win an MVP. Another 2,000 yards from scrimmage. He will be the the next running back to win MVP. Before anybody. Let's temper our let's, expectations. Let's I'm not pumping Tag, no brakes, you know. and I'll tell you the, why. I'll tell you why because he is just listen. When when people say, and I never thought this would happen to the New York Giants. Okay, generational talents. Peyton Manning is a gen, people knew coming out of college this guy was going to be a Hall of Famer. Lawrence Taylor, we knew he was going to be a Hall of Famer. Saquon Barkley is going to be a Hall of Famer. That's just like, it's one of those Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson came out of Oklahoma, right? Yes. Okay. Off, every, off a broken collarbone, I believe. And everybody said, Adrian Peterson is going to be the, he is the greatest running back of our generation. Hands down, not even a question until Saquon Barkley got drafted by the New York Giants. Okay. And that's the way I look at it. Generational talents. Julio Jones. The okay. thing is, needs to be, these guys need to be locked up. He's got to do it for multiple more years. Time. I agree. It's with been that. one year, oh, and I oh, and, and I agree, listen, but I think it's going to happen. He, undoubtedly, he's had he had a hell of a he had the best year. Like he had the best rookie yes, year, he had the best rookie yeah. year ever. But behind him, god off offensive. Yeah, you look at players. Listen, listen. You name those five running backs that are generational generational talents. But the problem is the average running back's lifespan in the NFL is three years. But when, For when, every, when but, but when was that cultivated? That's going back far. It's not, all the data. I want. I want to look at how about how about is that the last ten years a running back's career? If you look at the last, I would say fifteen years. There's time and time again where you see running backs they come in. And it's like, oh my god, this guy is going to be a stud. But which ones are generational talents? But you, you can't tell you a generational talent after one year. No, but you can tell a generate. No, so no. see, that's where I disagree. So, but like, I think you can, you can, you can. Here's the way I look at it. I think you can stumble upon a generational talent after a couple years. But I also think that there's those can't miss prospects that are generational. My talents. question to you is, how many generational type? Prospects were not quarterback. How many generational talent? Like how many like can't miss guys decade? coming out were not I would say, quarterback? Because there was Luck and there was Peyton. Okay. For the can't miss. Okay. Okay. So Julio Jones. Okay. Yeah. Julio Jones coming out of Alabama. It's fair. Okay. I would say Saquon Barkley. Okay. okay. I would say Miles Garrett was a can't miss prospect, and he has proven it. Okay. I would say, and I would have to keep going back and looking, but, I mean, I don't know everybody off the top of my head in terms of non-positional players, but Adrian Peterson was a, was a can't-miss prospect, Ezekiel Elliott, okay? And then, then you have the Alvin Kamara's, but also, who I think is a generational talent, but it took time to see that, right? So, But the thing is, so it took, okay, Aaron Donald, 
is the greatest defense player in the league, I, I believe. It's debatable. Right now, yeah. yeah. I think it's he, debatable. I mean, two straight defensive player of the years, he's probably going to win a third. There's not many I think it's. I think it's between, I think it's between him and, and Khalil Mack, so essentially. He, but. Was, he was drafted 13th, mm-hmm. and I never even heard of him. I never heard of him when he came out. I'm like, who? Yeah. And that just goes to show these generational ta- talents can come from anywhere. Oh, yeah. I think... But, Khalil Mack came from fucking Buffalo. Yeah, but, but, but he was also drafted in the top five. Yes. He was drafted still, third overall. But, so, if, but if you look at running Buffalo. backs, though, I mean... Cameron's co- prospect. Coming, coming out, Doug Martin was everything. His first year... His rookie year, 1,400 yards, 11 but, t- touchdowns. But, but was he a Camus prospect coming into the draft? Was he? I think he was a top five, like, oh, my God, we have to go get this guy. I just don't think, I just don't think when, when I, you know, I think we use generational talent, the, the public, a little bit loosely, okay? And I think when I hear analysts, draft analysts, coaches, uh, uh, teammates, uh, po- opponents, stuff like that, saying this guy is a can't miss generational talent, gold jacket type of player. There's not many of them. They don't talk about that that, that often. Zeke, Saquon, okay, Trevor Lawrence in a couple years, okay. Yeah, These guys the next regarding one. just if injury happens, that that doesn't take. You can't say, damn, the Colts really fucked up on Andrew Luck. I mean, they, no, didn't. they didn't. They didn't miss on Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck wasn't a bad quarterback. Andrew Luck was on a bad team for the first six years of his of his career. Okay, and he took him to an AFC Championship with it's that true. shit Very team. True. Okay, and listen, shit happens. Mental illness is a real thing. Okay, he was probably mentally broken down. You can't account for that seven years earlier from this year. You can't say is Andrew Luck gonna you know have some mental problems. Where he got so brutally beaten that he's going to retire in seven years? No. no you can't. can't account for that. And we can't account for that for Saquon. But what I'm getting at is Khalil Mack got traded. That was the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. I don't care how many picks you got back. I don't give a fuck who you... You could tell me right now, Ryan, I will give you three first-round picks for Saquon Barkley. And I will tell you to go fuck yourself. Yeah. Because there will not be... Three players that you take that, that equate can Saquon. to Saquon Barkley's impact. Just like these people say, oh my God, you know, uh, let's say, who's the last team to do it? Like, uh, the Eagles. When they gave up all that shit to go get Carson Wentz, it doesn't matter. You give up. Would you give up right now? Would you give up knowing what you know? Four first-round picks for Russell Wilson back when he got drafted. No. Well, then you're a fucking idiot. Because he went to two Super Bowls, should have won both, and he won a Super Bowl. And he's a franchise quarterback. Yeah. You give up the farm it depends for a on franchise what my quarterback. First round pick. Like, it depends on what but team I am. But do you see I what am, I'm though. saying? I do, but it just most, depends on what team mo- I am. Most first-round picks, okay, well, I'm not making, honestly don't pan out. I'm not making that trade if I'm New England. Dude, what I'm getting at is, bro, you give up whatever it takes to get a franchise oh, quarterback or a talent that is generational. But Khalil Mack is worth nothing. He is priceless. He is literally priceless. They got, what, three first-round picks? They got three first-round picks? Yeah. I believe it, and two second-round picks or something like that? Yeah. I don't care. Look what Khalil Mack did. Look yeah. what he did. He turned into, he turned a Bears team, team, not defense, team. Into a Super Bowl contender last year. They were a Super Bowl contender. Yeah. They should have won that game against the Eagles. They should have went to the NFC Championship game. Yeah. Uh, and and that and what, listen, listen. I think they definitely could have beat the Saints, and I think they would have lost to the Rams. But but going off of that, they were not a good team before Khalil Mack got there. No. And one man changed that whole entire franchise. I don't care what they got back it wasn't worth it the thing is i i just feel like there's other generational talents that were taken high in drafts that they've had that one good year and then nothing happened Darren mcfadden prime example i mean Darren mcfadden was a legit like oh my god we have to go get this guy 
Ronnie Brown. Yeah, Ronnie Brown. They're good, but were they labeled as generational talent? They were. were. Did someone say they were generational talents? You guys are probably older than both of you? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, like, Derek McFadden was, oh my God, we have to go out and get this guy. When he, well, going off of that. When he got when, drafted by Oakland, it was like, oh my God, he's going to be... Oh, he went off. The top three. He went off. He's going to be a top three running back in fantasy. And he had a great year, and he got hurt the next year. Yeah. And, then and, and, and well, that's what I'm saying. Injuries, and yes. injuries so can happen, and that could hurt Saquon. That's why I say where yeah. you have to wait. You can't sign him. You know, obviously, you're not going to sign him this year to an extension. But, you know, two, three years from now, yeah, if he keeps on doing what he is doing. I'm saying, I'm saying if... <clears throat> If he if he's goes get, out and wins MVP this year, he needs to be paid. He, 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 and it just it, it has to because I don't gonna, want to get in this contract negotiation. I don't want to, and I don't think Saquon's the guy to hold out. But no. you don't the, know the, people. The perfect year to do it is year four before the listen before the fifth year option. You have three great years. If you in, keep giving me thir- two thousand yards from scrimmage, one hundred percent in the third. Listen, his whole rookie deal is guaranteed. Yeah, so he got it, paid. He well. got paid. But well, in the third in the third year, you approach him, Saquon. We want we want you. Yeah. Let's start negotiation. Yeah. Okay, great. In the fourth year, hey, here's our first offer. If you like it, you know, let me know. If you don't like it, let me know. Okay, going into the fourth year, hey, we're a couple million away. You get things done, great. It's yeah. not even a distraction anymore. Yeah, exactly. I just want to get it done beforehand. That's fair. And and then that goes to that goes to you know a couple of our next points. Yeah. Okay. Going into let's, another. Let's, let's, well, let's talk about three. the contract real quick with, uh, with um. Uh, Julio Jones pending. Okay. Get that, and then we'll move on to AB. Well, we got Tyreek Hill still. Well, I thought we talked about Tyreek Hill. We did. We did very not. quickly, very All quickly. Right. Another freak nature. Signed a three-year extension today. Uh, 45 mil. 35.5 guaranteed with a 5.8 million or signing 56. bonus. Huh? 56 mil. Yeah, I said 56. 50, uh, it says 54 mil right here on the website. Okay. As of this I thought point. you said 45 mil. I don't, I don't <laughs> think we need to touch on this too much. Um, I think this is a... Safe deal for the Chiefs. I think they didn't want to commit to him long term because of the past. Because of his past, and it's a kind of hey, you know what? It's a three-year deal. If you act well for three years, we'll reward you with a five or six-year contract. Yeah, you know, be on your best behavior for three years. If you can't, we'll move on, and we can move on pretty quickly. Yeah, is a trade definitely out of the question? I'd imagine with this contract extension, yeah. I think it's, a, but I think it's a, a friendly contract. It's also, I think it's a friendly contract where you could trade. For you him. could yeah. trade for yeah. him. But That's what I'm saying. Well, we heard trade rumors before. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I don't think you can count it out yet because I think it is a friendly contract to take on if you wanted to trade. That's for him. fair. That's fair. Right. And Nicole Harmon is the same player. I'm not going to say talent wise. He's a prototype. Tyree Kill. He's fast. He's short. He's he runs the deep route. Yeah. If he pans out or shows, you know, capability this year. Yeah. And you're still a little weird, uh, leery about. I the- could I could see Andy Reid, you know, trying to trade him for yeah. and get future draft picks. For yeah. Him, yeah. Which they easily can. Oh, 100. percent I believe that's that's all for the actual contracts. That's on the contract. So, yeah. So golf got done. Zeke Elliott got done. Tyreek got Tyreek done. Tyreek got done. You want to talk with Julio because he might sit. Apparently, Julio. Julio's gonna I don't get think paid. he's sitting. He's gonna get paid. He'll, Julio's not gonna sit. He's gonna play. If you got him in your lineup, he's fine. He's not gonna sit out. Don't hesitate. Yeah, he's gonna play. If he's you were to sit, it'd be because he's banged up. Because they said he's a little banged he's, up right now. He's but fine. It's not about. I think that's to get away from the contract. Yeah. Socks. I think a lot of these maybe. a lot of these people are saying, "Oh, I'm banged up." You know, uh, Odell with Odell's his hip, he's up. fine. You know, even Robbie Anderson. You know, he said he's fine. You know, he's fine. He's fine. These receivers, you know, they have to report every little injury. Some of them are a little prima donnas, but yes. you know, it is what it well, is. That segues back into to what we're about to talk about: the biggest piece of shit in the NFL, Antonio Brown. Yep. I mean, th- he should be cut. He should be. There, he, he should be cut. There is no way that a player, if I'm, if I'm the general manager of a team. If somebody calls me what Antonio Brown called Mike Mayock. And that was confirmed by Justina Anderson. Yes. It was. He was called a what? He was called cracker a bitch. cracker bitch. A cracker and threatened to, punch to be punched in the face. And he did this in front of the entire team, correct? And John uh, Gruden, I believe, yes. There is no way on earth that 
that player is playing for me ever again. Well, it just and, broke, and broke it an hour ago. How, he is shooting up Monday. But, but and he will you be know in the lineup. what? And you know what that goes to show? That goes to show that wherever Antonio Brown goes, he can do whatever the fuck he wants. And okay? get away with it. And get away with it because he's Antonio Brown. Now, let me tell you something. He is an amazing player. He is one of the best wide receivers of all time. Okay? He is. He, that's generational type. Talent. He is a generational type talent. But when you have the opportunity to not spend a dime on this guy, just a third and fifth round pick, okay, fine, it is what it is. But you can save $30.25 million by suspending him and cutting him and just say, fuck it, we messed up, he's not changed, you need to do it. You cannot, this does not look good for Josh Jacobs. What, what is Josh Jacobs going to do now? What is that older rookie is going to do? Cleveland Farrell, when when they want something done, uh, you know, they want a new bench in the weight room. But they they want to wear this if, type of it, cleat. But if you look at the team, they've built this team based on these type of players. Richie Incognito. Yeah. Vontez Perfect. Yep. These players aren't players that just are team-friendly guys. Yeah. Antonio Brown pretty much showed to them, hey, guys, if you fuck up, hey, they're, they're not going to do anything. They're not going to do anything. And guess what? I'm playing on Sunday. Yeah. Like, I'm it, still going to get paid. Yeah, even I'm still though I get paid. Do. That is probably the most vulgar thing I've ever heard I've come out. Heard of this. Listen, it's probably happened. Well, Ryan, probably Ryan Clark said this morning that AB used to do this routinely in Pittsburgh. Exactly. But it, was and it kept never came in house. Exactly. Because, because Tomlin. Mike Tomlin's a, uh, a bitch. Okay? But, but listen, is. you know, Tomlin's a little bitch of a head coach, but the problem is, Tomlin's philosophy was hey, do whatever you feel like doing during the week. I don't care. Show up, ball out on Sunday. He's done that with Le'Veon Bell. He's done that with Antonio Brown. He's probably done it with Big Ben. He did it with Big Ben when they drafted uh, Mason Rudolph. Yeah. And Big Ben didn't want to fucking teach him. Yeah. I'm sorry. Guess what? The guy is probably your successor in four years, three years, whatever. And you're going to throw balls at him and, and, and kick and scream because you don't want to teach him? I'm sorry. That's part of How many your... Super Bowls did that, did that get Mike Tomlin? Zero. Zero. Okay. No, and... Tomlin has one. Okay. But that, that the triplets but, but, of but, but, AB, yeah. Big but Ben. The Killer Bees. Yeah, none. Zero. The best offense in the NFL. They were. The past, the... For the past seven years. They were. You no hit, Super Bowls. You... How many Super Bowl appearances? None. None. So, what does that go to show? And, and that's the problem. They've had the, the most overall talent on offense. It's sickening. And it's just a shame because they wasted it. You know, you had a top part, five quarterback at the time. You had the best wide receiver. You had the best running back. Yeah, and like you can't make it to a fucking Super Bowl, dude. And guess what, John Gruden. I said, you know what, that might be good for AB. John Gruden ain't taking no shit. Bullshit. Look what AB just did to John Gruden's legacy. Yeah. Go back to Gruden camp now because, dude, you're done. You're done. The hard nosed John Gruden is gone. You just let this man come in here at five foot ten. Okay, and get in your face and your GM's face and call you basically a piece of shit and I'm going to do whatever the hell I want? No problem, Antonio. You ready to suit up Sunday? Monday. Monday? Whatever. Dude, guess what? That dude's off my team. I don't care. Third and fifth round pick, that's fine. I saved myself $30 million. No cap has to be some no nothing. There has to be some respect to the hierarchy of the organization. Do you think... I'll give you an example. Chad Otrusenko. Oh, boy. How he acted up in Cincinnati... Guess what? He went to the Patriots. What did he do? Nothing. Nothing. He had one catch in that Super Bowl. And one catch. What did Bill Belichick put up with? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, no. there are certain coaches who would put up with that, and there are certain coaches who do not put up with that. Yeah. Bill Belichick would have said, fuck you, you're done. Bill Belichick will cut your ass, and guess what? He will still win. Yeah. Dude, did they win a Super Bowl with Randy Moss? Nope. No. No. Goodbye. Shout out, Eli. Okay. Shout out, Jacinko. Nope. Goodbye. Okay. I'm very surprised he's being this patient with Josh Gordon, but that just goes to show how much they think Josh Gordon can actually change. Well, let's be honest. Josh Gordon's problem was never... Discipline. It, it wasn't was discipline. It was just yeah, weed. It was never yeah. a discipline yeah. issue. Yeah. He's been a great teammate, I've, I've heard. Yeah. He, the problem is... He, he came out today and said, I'm looking just to the future. I'm not... Just, I'm forgetting whatever was God in just can't smoke weed no more. He ain't smoking weed no more. He's throwing fat yips on the sideline. Yes, he is. I saw him oh, throw yeah. fat dip <laughs> yes, on the sideline. Hey, Josh, you do what you need to do to stay on the field. I, I like to see him, but Asante Samuel, gone. Darrell Revis, gone. 
He don't care. He does not give a shit. I guess this is going to blow all the uh, possible trade rumors up of A.B. to the A.B. Pa- will Patriots, not right? go no. to the Patriots. Definitely not. He will not go to the Patriots. I, I, listen, if this other stuff didn't come out of just him, like, blasting Mike Mayock, maybe. Okay, maybe if they kept it under wraps and, and Belichick didn't know. But guess what? As soon as he says that to Belichick, guess what? Okay, Antonio Brown, guess what? I don't care who the hell you are. How many Super Bowls you got? Okay, shut your mouth and get the hell out of here. You're done. Cut. Okay? That's the difference between hook. That's why John Gruden has, what, one Super Bowl? Yep. And that's why Bill Belichick has... Six. Seven. 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 <laughs> you know? So, it just goes to show, dude. You can't let these guys walk all over you. But to everybody that's got him in your fantasy lineup, congratulations. He go, he's going to play. Yeah, he's going to play Monday, there. apparently. Don't know okay. for how long he'll be He'll be in your lineup. Exactly. He could yeah. be suspended week two. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> they and, and if it gets any worse... I still think they could cut him, but now they're going to look even worse because now, now as soon as that million, 30 million money. is done. The thing is, if you, if you own Antonio Brown, if somebody in your league is offering you a trade for him, if they're giving you somewhat good Don't give compensation. up for scraps. No, no, don't give up for scraps. But, but something. If I tried someone, to get it for Kenny Stills yesterday. Well, just for the fuck of it. That, that's just, that's yeah, just that's just dumb. Yeah. Just, just for the fuck <laughs> of me. But uh, if someone's offering you some decent players in return... I'd think about taking it. Yeah. I've said it two months I ago. I would take you. a Cooper Cup and, uh, and, a, Cooper, and a mid-tier I'd, running I'd back yeah, for, for, for Antonio Brown. I would think about taking somebody with the likes of Cooper Cup and Marlon Mack, Cooper Cup and Josh Jacobs, Cooper Cup and and Devonta Freeman. I really yeah, would. I because would I, I like sure things. A.B. is not even not a, close listen, to a sure thing. He was a sure thing when he was on the, on the Steelers. Yeah. He is nothing but a sure thing now. Yeah. Mike, what did you tell me a while ago about A.B.? I told you, do, no, do not draft him. And I, I, asked I, Mike, I literally asked Mike like a month before. No, I, I, th- I believe it was your first podcast. Yeah. And you said, what, what, well, I asked him where that. do I draft A.B.? <laughs> and I said, I don't. I asked him a month ago. Where is it, who's on your do not touch with? A, B, and that's it. Yeah. I'm not touching anything Dude. that revolves around Antonio I have him in no leagues. I have Tyrell Williams in a bunch of leagues. And the problem is, I love Antonio Brown, the talent. Yeah. Yo, I yeah. love them as a wide receiver. So do I. On the Pittsburgh Steelers. And he's a great manipulator, too. Have you ever seen him th- talk? Yes. He's have you ever heard him in oh, interviews? Yes, absolutely. You think he's a fucking saint. Thanks, Big okay? Brown. Thanks, Big Brown. I love, man. Dude, I love, man. man. And, 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 and I heard him take some shots at... At Big Ben again yesterday. Yeah, I saw that popped up on my phone I mean, this morning. Dude, you, you can't let things go. You're you are on the other side of the country now, dude. Yeah. So and all right, we got shame. We're we're on short on time here. Let's talk about last night's game. Studs and duds, Reno. Alright, well, start off, we're gonna be doing studs and duds for every group of games. So we're gonna do studs and duds for Thursday night, uh the Sunday one o'clock, the Sunday four o'clock, Sunday night football, and Monday night football. So Last night's studs and duds. Studs, Allen Robinson, Green Bay defense is all I can Maybe Jimmy of. Graham because he caught uh, Jimmy touchdown. Graham caught a touchdown. He only had two last year. He already has half from last I mean, year. And and honestly, it should have been picked, that ball. It should have been. Jimmy but, Graham is somebody who's probably available in, I'd say, at I'd least probably say he's a, a lot of leagues. 75, 75% of leagues. Yeah. Um, again, keep an eye on if Rodgers is going to go to him more. You know, last year was his first year with Green Bay. You know, didn't do bad yardage wise. I believe he had five fifty last year. Yeah. But um, hey, if that you know relationship continues to grow, Jimmy Graham could be somebody to watch. Um, another dud, I believe. Jimmy Graham's owning. Uh, hold on. Jimmy Graham is owned in forty eight percent of Yahoo leagues. Yeah. So, so I mean, if he's out there, you know, keep keep an eye on him. Uh, one of my duds I had yesterday was David Montgomery. And Thank 100%. you, sir. Three of my leagues. <laughs> Thank you, sir. I'm playing Mike this week. He starts David Montgomery comfortably. Um, I'll take that. You know, it wasn't, I don't think, more of a dud on his part. I think it was more it was of naggy. a workload. Workload. I mean, he only had seven carries, I believe. Did you see the percentages of uh, RB snaps last night? Yes. Tariq Mike- Cohen at 70%. Mike Davis, 56%, and David Montgomery at a very minuscule 38%. And I think we have to temper our expectations on these rookies the, the first couple weeks. You know, fair. Devin Singletary, uh, Miles Sanders, Definitely. you know, um, David Montgomery. I think they're going to find their rhythm within, you know, the next two weeks. Well, Nagy came out and said it after the game. We, we just didn't run the ball enough. It was a really weird game. We didn't have a rhythm offensively. And again, the 
carries that he did have, he looked pretty good. You know, his first catch went for 29 yards, and that was his only catch. I don't know how you give a running back just yeah. one catch and, and he turned it into 30 yards. Yeah. What was more shocking was that what, I was I was at baseball practice and I'm checking first carry goes to Mike Davis. I'm like, what, yeah. what, what is going on here? Listen, Mike Davis, they liked – before they, you know, drafted uh, Montgomery, they really liked Davis. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I wasn't shocked with last night's uh, stat line. I was hoping for a little bit more. But, um, you know, really a low-scoring game. Really not much to talk about there. Yeah, but, I uh, mean, the only, of these rookies. Oh, the only other stud that we actually can talk about is Allen Robinson. You know, you know who I didn't put down as a dud? I fucking forgot to. A dud? Dante Adams. Dante Adams was Absolute a dud last dud. night. Well, I think the Packers' offense in general was a yeah, dud. I mean, I mean, Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers, they just, you know. Nothing it, looked in sync. And they, me and Mike talked about this off right before we did this, that we feel like there's guys got to play a little more preseason. At least a little a bit of action. Going into season. A little bit of action. And yeah. I know they want to protect their guys and all going in because it's like, okay, these games don't mean anything. But but it happens every year where yeah. you start off the year and your defenses are so much far ahead than the offense. Yeah. Because the defense, they're live hitting. They're live, They're getting into rhythms. It's, it's easy to play. I'm not saying it's easy to play defense. But the offense always takes a few weeks to get going. I think you. I think the preseason needs to be shortened by about one game, maybe two, and your starters play those games. Yeah, and your rookies play those games. Yeah, I definitely think the rookies need to play yeah. because they need to get a chance to see what it's like to play in the NFL. Yeah, they're you know his first David Montgomery's first. You know, I know he played in a little bit in the preseason, but to get him more carries in the preseason is just beneficial to him and every other rookie running back or wide receiver there is. Now, who, who do we all think, real quick, let's go around the table, who do we think is going to be the best rookie running back to own other than Josh Jacobs come, let's say, when everything's in full swing, we'll say week five on? I st- I still, still, I, I'm still in Montgomery. I still am in Montgomery. I believe Singletary. I think Singletary would be my guy, mainly because I know Frank Gore's there, okay? And I know TJ Yeldon's there. But Frank Gore, he's gonna find himself. It's not, it's not Adam Gase anymore. Okay, I think yeah. he's gonna find himself on the outskirts. I think Devin Singletary is very talented. T.J. Eldon's a good change of pace. Do we consider Darius Guy still a rookie because he didn't play last year? No, no, and then he's got the job fully there. They're I, saying. So, I, I mean, think that. I think Miles Sanders is clearly on the bottom because I don't trust yeah. Doug Peterson's back it's fair. there. Yeah. So he's going to be a running back by committee, and it's going to be more than two guys. And you saw they just made that very low ball offer for Melvin Gordon. Yes. Yeah. So, um, my thing is that Montgomery's on the better team, uh, and that's the only reason why yeah, I give him in the edge. It's just because he's on a better team. If if the Buffalo Bills are, you know, a five hundred team, it wouldn't shock me if Singletary outproduced Montgomery. But I don't think they're going to be a 500 team. I think they could be closer than a lot of people think. I just think that division... That division's good. The, the division... Well, Dolphins are horrible. I think the Jets I got a the lot Jets better. I think the Jets are very good. I think, I think genuinely the Bills could probably win about six games. I think they can win six. They can yeah, six, they a good defense. Th- that's why yeah. I, I just I give the edge to Montgomery yeah. just based on... I think Chicago's going to be a nine or ten win team. Um... Yeah, I think uh, Montgomery is definitely the best, should be the best rookie at the end of the year. Last stud I want to talk about from last night is Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Well, he left the game. Did leave the game, but he looked like he had a good chemistry with Rodgers, and he's been saying it all preseason. I love this guy. I I love throwing to him. I don't think he had a catch. I don't think Geronimo. I think he might have one catch. I don't think Geronimo is the the second receiver. Not one catch. I think Valdez-Scantling is the... Clear number two. Clear number two. He's big, he's yeah. fast. I think he's just a prototypical. He's got number one receiver like stats. Yeah, you know, big, fast. Yeah, you know, physical, physical. Yeah. Um, I get, and, and what what did they say after the game? About what? On his, uh, I did not get injury. a good look at the injury. Okay. I, I think it was an ankle. Right. Okay. I didn't it was, see. It, it was. A tweak. I didn't think anything serious. Yeah. It, I, I didn't it was see a anything. I saw Adams came off for a play though, came back in real quick. So I think I'm. I don't think that's there's minor. anything to worry about with that. Before they we, were triple covering him last night. Before we go, real quick, is there one game this week that you're uh, besides the Giants game that you're really looking to see? Uh, listen, I I really think I know you talked about it and you're not too big on Atlanta, but I I really think Atlanta could just absolutely blow up this week. I really do. I think Matt Ryan. Could be the number one quarterback at the end of the week, and Julio Jones is Julio Jones. I got, 
Yeah, yeah, you go. I got I got two quick games. I really would like to see Arizona and Detroit. Want to see what your boy Kyler Murray does, and obviously Pittsburgh and New England. I I love anytime Brady and Big Ben play. I just I'm excited to see that game. Um, I think it should be a pretty good game. As far as me, I I'm looking forward to the Monday night games. I want to see what Houston's offense looks like. I think that's going to be a shootout with Breeze and New Orleans. And I really want to see what Flacco looks like in a, a Bronco Uni. I really want to see what Oakland's going to look like. I'm excited. I got Josh Jacobs. I need something good. Yeah, we'll see. A lot of rookies are going to be playing. But that's it for us today. Thank you for listening. I'm Ryan Serena. I am Fantasy Frank. And I am Mike DiLiberto. Have a great night.